I'm Will Hedrick. And I'm Jordan Schaffer. And this is Dog Ears and Timestamps, a Witcher podcast. Witcher cast. Witcher cast 2019 still. Just yeah, barely. Dude. Tomorrow's the end of the year. Have you been seeing a lot of 2020 things anywhere? Uh, Not really. Yeah, I just have seen it a little bit at our store because it's like, bring in 2020, like, and oh, then, yeah. uh, on the way. But home. I mean, your business is a, a party business. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so they're planning. We're not for like, New bring years. in 2020, get your new Switch. computer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we're not, uh, at least, and I also don't work on the sales floor. So mm. if there are promotional materials out there that say that, I don't see them. So. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody would have to hit you with the, like, see you next year joke <laughs> right, <laughs> to, yeah, to really get yeah. a taste of 2020. Um, I did see something too that was like kind of, sad so sorry to bring like a bummer into the the podcast but it was like want to make it to 2020 don't drive drunk <laughs> just like damn okay <laughs> right like i get it don't drive drunk in the but... <laughs> past like four or five years they've gotten a little bit more heavy with the you know anti drinking and driving uh, yeah i mean messaging they... which is good it should be more harsh it's super harsh in europe i mean they gave us a thousand dollars to talk about it so that's why we're bringing it up yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> they reached out yeah. to everybody <laughs> this episode brought to you by mad yeah, um, men mothers and against mothers drunk against driving. <laughs> the yeah, the only twenty twenty like real twenty twenty referencing that I've seen was just yesterday during football because it was the last oh, Sunday nice. football of the regular season of the decade. Oh, okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> and so they kept talking about it in like Sunday night football for game two fifty six. They were like, "This is the last game of regular season NFL." For the decade, and it, blah, blah, blah. and it was a really important game too. And so you know, there's a bunch of you know weight to it, and they're giving weight to it by saying decade, 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 decade. And it's also <laughs> the hundredth year of the NFL, so it's all oh, like kind okay. of. There's a lot of you know uh, symmetry time wise going with this season. Uh, wow, the NFL's been around since 1919. Well, the NFL, uh, yes, has been around for a hundred years, uh, not as we know it, uh, okay. because it was its own league for a while, and oh, then the. Gotcha. Uh, AFL was started later uh, as like a competitor league, um, but not taking it as seriously because they had less money. And then at some point, you know, they, they, through a bunch of talks, they decided to merge. And then the first year uh, of the NFL as we know it was uh, 50 years ago. Okay. And I'm sure it was broadcast then. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Something like that. It was was 1960, I think. I should cool. know this. I know this, but I just can't think of it right now. But anyways, um, so that's cool. Yeah, the NFL's been around for a long time. Yeah. Um, have I told you about this new sport that I was watching the other day on YouTube? Is it more lumberjack stuff? No, that would be good. <laughs> that would be that would be pretty good. Having talked about like flannels for five minutes before right, no, right, <laughs> opening the show, but uh, no, it's this uh, sport. It's World Chase Tag, and it's just it's these it's these guys that are really good at like parkour, and they build. I have seen they build like, like a gym that. They yeah. build like a jungle gym that they have to like run through, and mm-hmm. um, you get a point if you can avoid somebody for twenty seconds, but you have to catch somebody to get the chance to evade. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, and they ha- like everybody has a team of five, and. Uh, America made it to the finals, <laughs> which is crazy because French are really renowned for parkour. Just uh, when Reed was doing parkour, I learned yeah, a lot about it. And I it remember, just, I know the yeah. French are really into it. They've been doing parkour forever. And, and I just know in like, you know, Europe and the UK and stuff, like just with all the building styles and everything being closer together, I think it not only, you know, allows for more parkour style things mm-hmm. to happen just in the city but um i think it's been around you know for <clears throat> their history is also a lot longer than ours too so right, i'm sure yeah. it's been around <laughs> for for a while since yeah. i'm sure since the cities were around i doubt they called it parkour in like you know the assassin's creed days well, when, yeah, when we're running around an in idea assassin's of creed. like a thief running around <laughs> on the roofs and stuff yeah. like that you know like that definitely all comes from something yeah and um and it was just it is fun it was fun watching them and uh I, I, that's like the only sport I watch. So when, when the word sport came out just now, I was like, oh, I got to tell Will about this sport that's that I'm funny. watching now. I feel like I've seen a video of that and I was like, this is really interesting just seeing them move, but this is really dumb. Yeah, it's very, they're very smooth, you know, and mm-hmm. at least that, the, the really good ones. And um, I guess the reason I liked it is because like, I guess anybody could watch it. We've all played tag, you know? And so that was the fun right. part. And then I guess just trying to, I obviously didn't really do parkour or anything. I don't know why I said obviously, but I didn't do parkour and uh, just watching Reed do it a little bit and kind of seeing some of the stuff they did. It was just, and kind of like blew my mind a little bit, just like how mm-hmm. quickly and fluidly and strong yeah, these guys are. Obviously very skilled. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and just the fact that it's called tag, I think gets a little bit of a, uh, 
I mean, they're not going to call it world chase parkour, (laughs) you know, but that is pretty much what it is, you know, Mm -hmm. and that, I think that's probably why I like it too. It's just very weird sport. I kind of knew a little bit about it, even though I didn't know the sport going in Mm -hmm. and then it's just super relatable. It's super easy to understand the the mechanics. Exactly. It's tag. And yeah. there's obstacles. <laughs> yeah. I also got like 200 likes on my comment. So nice, I'm pretty, dude. I'm pretty, and they said that's th- way more likes than I've ever gotten on anything. They said thanks, Combined. Jordan. They replied to me too. World Chase Tag YouTube. <laughs> so if you go to the finals and you find my comment, go ahead and like it, <laughs> so I can feel good about saying something people like. Right. But uh, yeah. So have you liked The Witcher to get to, down to the business? I think it's really good. Yeah. It's not great. Okay. There are definitely problems with it. It's the first season. Yes. Um, and I'm sure that they're probably going to get a lot more money the second season yeah, just because I feel like everybody's sure. watching it, whether they like it or not, you know? Absolutely. And I think it's like uh, um, I mentioned going you know, into the episodes before we started covering the show. This I could would have guaranteed anybody that as you opened up Netflix, there were banners saying, <laughs> coming soon to Netflix, The Witcher starring yeah. Henry Cavill. Um, so... I'm I'm sure that everybody's watching it. Yeah, even my mom said, told me like, "Hey, I started watching this new show, The Witcher. I, I don't know if you, I feel like you would like it." And she, um, for the longest time, no, not for the longest time, she liked Game of Thrones, but mm-hmm. didn't like the dragons. Like she thought that was stupid. Okay, yeah. So like, I guess for for me to see her jumping into a fantasy is kind of like, oh, okay, did, right, did yeah. Game of Thrones get you, or are you <laughs> just watching it because you know I'll like it and we can talk about it? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. But I guess to your point, it. You know, there was the banner, I'm sure, and mm-hmm. it made my mom even click and, and watch it. And, right, right. And uh, so that's that's pretty cool. Obviously, they're doing good, uh, at least marketing. And, and like we've been saying, I think that they're they're making it very palatable for an audience that doesn't know about the I think show. They're definitely targeting the the greater audience, the yeah. uninitiated. Because and like we talked about maybe last episode, an mm-hmm. episode before, the 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 inbuilt crowd of the people who play the games and the people who read the books mm-hmm. is. Uh, literally a large number yeah. in the way that 100 is much larger than one, <laughs> but it's nothing compared to you know what the kind what the viewership that they would need to make the money that they would need to justify doing more. Mm, I see, and so yeah. they have to make uh, a lot of um, decisions that you make whenever you're making a show, and you don't, mm-hmm. and you care about you know it being profitable for sure. Yeah. Um. It, but. And you don't just have like the uh, full trust and backing of some crazy billionaire who just wants to torch money, you know. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, do whatever you want. I don't fucking care. Yeah, because um, that's definitely not happening. Uh, yeah, you can, you have to. Yeah, no. I, sorry, I didn't interrupt you. Go, go ahead. No, I, I don't, I'm, I'm not sure if I had a, a continuing thought. Uh, I I guess I would say um, the the only I don't even know if it's an issue that I have with it. It's just confusing to me mm-hmm. uh, that. It's moving as slow as it is. Yeah, it, it does feel like we're only getting the the prequels, which we didn't even we, we've mm-hmm. talked about. You know, aside from the Cirilla stuff, it's literally all we've got. Mm-hmm. And then the new stuff with Jennifer, uh, the backstory. Yeah, at least now that she's matched up timeline wise with Geralt, mm-hmm. this is all new or not new, but this is stuff that we've seen. Yeah, in the books. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, aside from Cirilla dealing with the sacking of Centra, which mm-hmm. we didn't see, we just heard about kind of offhanded in the books. Yeah, uh, and Jennifer. Getting to and then, you know, time skip through school, graduating through school um, and then getting to the point of being up with Geralt. It, that's the only stuff that's new and it's very little. And then every time we see Geralt is just one of the short stories from the prequels. Yeah. Which is fine, but now we're five episodes in of an eight-episode season. It does, yeah. I see I see exactly what you're saying. Like, it does seem like they're taking their sweet time when they could have hopped right into story. Like, if they were, right. at least story that is like has a far progression like all the prequels you know they they were kind of like this show it's hopping around storyline you know timelines and um i guess i wonder if maybe they'll follow a more um chronological storyline once they get to the the Mm -hmm. the main story i guess you know quote unquote main story but um for sure some i mean obviously we read the the prequels because we wanted some backstory. So I feel like that's, you know, what they're trying to do is give, mm-hmm. give us some, some, some grounding for, uh, you know, for, for what we need to do there for right. what, what we need to know when we, when we get further on. But I don't know. I, the thing with, if they had just gone into the first book, into mm-hmm. the blood of elves, I don't, yeah, I was thinking about it today. I was like, how does that book start? It starts with Triss. Well, no, it starts with dandelion, uh, 
singing a ballad at like a gathering of different people and then they sort of talk and it's just exposition to say this is what the state of the this is the geopolitical you know state right now mm-hmm. uh, and then it jumps to Triss Marigold making her way down the pass to Karamoran and then she runs into Siri. Mm-hmm. if you hadn't read any of the prequels you wouldn't know who any of these people are you, yeah even with the having read the prequels we don't ever meet Triss Marigold in the prequels. Her name just gets mentioned once by Yennefer mm-hmm. and then uh, is also uh, mentioned just in the list of mages that were on Sodden Hill mm-hmm. uh, during the fight. Yeah, because yeah, so, we don't get her until the first book. So. Yeah. But starting a new franchise of any sort, the first character that you meet in that book, you're not going <laughs> to know who it is. Know, so, yeah, fair. Yeah. But then Cirilla shows up and we're supposed to like, that Triss knows who Siri is, mm-hmm. or knows that, or not know, but knows that she's you know from the she's you know hanging out with the Witchers and all that sort of stuff. So it kind of just throws you in, mm-hmm. and I don't think the show could afford to do that. But so yeah. then spend, but still then spend like two episodes. <laughs> I yeah, I, not five. I honestly did think we were gonna maybe hop into it a little quicker, maybe episode three or four, just like yeah. kind of get really. I, I guess I, I sort of thought they'd do it like we did, just real quickly go over the prequels, right? And hit the important. Like these stories. are our characters. We've got the three that we care about more than anything. We've mm-hmm. got Yennefer, Geralt, and Ciri. Yeah, give us you know two episodes giving their stories. You know. We don't ever really get Geralt's backstory so far as we've gotten. Aside from like very brief mentions like, yeah. I was a bastard kid, and then yeah, the I liked the little taste the... we got today that he said mm-hmm. he was a his mother was a sorceress, which mm-hmm. I feel like I should have known that already. But he said it again. There today was a very was like, short ah. mention of it in one of the short in, in, in one of the in betweens mm-hmm. of the short stories oh, in yeah, like Sword that. of Destiny. Okay, some witch uh, comes across him and mm-hmm. helps him heal, and it turns out that it's his mom. Oh man, um, I just... it's very briefly. It was a, in Sword of Destiny whenever they were going, one. or maybe not Sword of Destiny. Maybe it was Last Wish. I can't remember. But yeah. The yeah, one yeah. where they were going short story and then a chapter of him uh, mm-hmm. in a place and then short story and then a chapter of him in the same place. You know, Yeah, I think that was last. It last was in wish. one of those in-betweeners. Uh, okay. Uh, and it was just a very short thing, mm-hmm. uh, kind of glossed over in a way. Yeah. Um, so that's the, how I knew going into it or whatever. But, but yeah, we don't get a ton of Geralt's backstory, which is fine. I don't think mm-hmm. we're really supposed to. Um, yeah. Was... I don't think that would be, I don't think that would service his character at all. No, it's kind of uh, nice <laughs> having the mystery, even though I, w- right. I would like it because I always like that. Yeah, you I always lo- want more from characters that you want. Yeah. Right? Um, but sometimes it's not always better for the story being crafted. Ex- and um, yeah, I think you're right. I, the, think, uh, I don't think it helps his character mm-hmm. really. That's what wikis are for, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> for the people who want to get the extra shit. <laughs> uh, but then also, you know, uh, give us some backstory for Yennefer. That makes sense because we don't know anything about her. And I think it's important to inform that uh, cold, brutal character. Mm-hmm. And then we do need to see or the the uninitiated needs to see the sacking of Sintra for the sake of knowing how that affects Cirilla. Yeah. I think that's important. All that could have been done in two episodes. Yeah. And I don't think that we need it to be as drawn out as it's been. Yeah. I think also the story with the, um, the law of, uh, shoot. I can't remember. The law of surprise. Thank you. The law of surprise. The banquet in Sintra when Pavetta gets, you know, married off to Urchin. And I don't think it needed to be in a whole episode. Honestly, I think that could have been a flashback or like a, a flash side, not side, but flashback, I guess. In to, yeah. Just, to, just to explain this is why Geralt is bound to Siri. Exactly. And that would have been an example of how they could have cut one of these prequel episodes mm-hmm. and, you know, and yet, yeah, and exactly, just fed I, it in as a flashback yeah. so that we understand why Siri is important or get, you know, a little bit more. Yeah. I'm a little biased to cutting that one out because that, that episode sort of rubbed me a weird way. Just, I think we were talking about it before the show, mm-hmm. it, just that it it didn't need to be as. As serious as it was in the book, I think we uh, we decided, but it just that's what that was I, certainly my opinion. Yeah, and that's that's kind of what I guess I was ready for is that mm-hmm. like it needed to be this like serious epic thing where, um, you know, Geralt was like, okay, make sure you realize what you're doing. You're you're mm-hmm. basically asking me like if I can have anything, and what right. your code is that like I, I have to make another one. <laughs> like yeah, you know, like that's the way that a, it felt like to me in the book as well. Yeah, was that he was like, okay, anytime like, somebody down. offers a witch <laughs> or something. I have to take the opportunity to get a new recruit. So yeah, and I have to ask you to say it again, that, yeah. just to make sure that we're bound by like fucking right. ver- verbal spells or whatever. And like that's the- what it felt like to me in the moment when I was reading it back then. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I get that. Okay, so this is like some sort of Witcher code. Like, right. when the opportunity is presented, you have to take it to to 
not propagate because he's not you know begetting himself a child he's, yeah you know, you know, whatever but, but yeah to, to let, yeah it, destiny to, to extend out. the numbers of the witcherhood uh and then like as i was thinking about it later i was like that just not not him sticking to the witcher code because there mm-hmm. isn't a witcher code for <laughs> yeah, one he just made it <laughs> <laughs> he mentions it multiple times in the yeah. books how there's not one he just made up his own code and says it's a witcher's code because that you know begets respect uh but it didn't seem to me, it doesn't seem like Geralt's character to be one uh, that serious uh, because he's always really fucking snarky. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like obviously serious, like in the big moments, like in a fight or something like right. that, or when yeah. someone's threatening him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even when someone's like threatening him, he still makes like a joke here and there. Um, yeah. But uh, more than anything, as we've talked about multiple times, he hates destiny. <laughs> and he refuses to acknowledge it. Okay. And, and so it just didn't seem... In, in the book, it seemed more serious than I was expecting from Geralt. And, you know, I, I maybe I'm mean, wrong, yeah. but that's the, the impression that I've had of Geralt mm-hmm. with how much he abhors the idea of destiny. Yeah. When Why he, would he then play into it so seriously? Yeah. If he had just been like, oh, we're supposed to recruit... Say it again. Yeah. You know, like that <laughs> no. sort of attitude. Yeah. The, the way that it came off in the books... And, uh, and maybe part of it was due to the narration as well. Maybe the delivery of the narration made me think of it in a certain way. Mm-hmm. It, it felt like he was taking it extremely seriously in the books. Yeah. Where in the show, it felt more like the Geralt that uh, that I interpret. And and now that you say the part about like him being, you know, adverse to destiny in every way, right. I, I kind of forgot that as mm-hmm. as an element of his character. And and then I guess like you know the same other side of the same coin. It feels too like even though he doesn't like destiny as much as he doesn't like it, you know, he still seems to like acknowledge it. He definitely believes in it. Yeah. In spite of himself. Exactly. And he's afraid of it. It, Yeah. It's like he, yeah, it's like he's a, you know, like he died and saw heaven, but he never believed in it or whatever. But he's like, well now I like Constantine, like he knows, but he, he doesn't, (laughs) he doesn't, he didn't believe, you know? Yeah. And, uh, so he's just like, I freaking hate it, but I know that it's real. So it, because, you know, even in The Last Wish, it felt like he made, um, you know, in the episode and the, and the book, it mm-hmm. felt like he, uh, like he knew destiny mattered on that in The Last Wish, I guess. And, mm-hmm. and it, I don't know if it, did it feel it to you like as, I don't know, I guess maybe in the book, I made it to where he bound the him and Yennefer together. Like, That's how I felt like it was in the book the sh- as well. From, did it feel like that in the show as much? I didn't really no. get the vibe that they were necessarily bound together. In the book, but that it he seemed like Yennefer life. knew what it was that he wished for in the book mm-hmm. because he makes the wish and she's like, are you, are you, are sure? you sure? That's yeah. what you want. You, what have you done? You know, now I can't leave you or something like mm-hmm. that. And maybe not that exact wording, but something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And the show, she's like, what did you wish for? And he's, he just smiles, asleep. right? Yeah. Oh, he's asleep. Yeah. Cause yeah, he, yeah. Had, he had been like awake for like a week or something like that. <laughs> yeah. That was why he started looking for the, and I like right. that. I think that's, that's fine. That's a fun, um, I, I like the premise of the start mm-hmm. of that story. Just, he can't sleep. So he's looking for right. a genie, which <laughs> like, I can't fucking sleep. <laughs> And, um, and then, well, what was his fucking name? Uh, ya, Yavier or ya, Yas, the Dandelion. Dandelion, yeah. Just, dumbass Jaskier, changed name. Yaskier, yeah. yeah. Fucking changed ass name on the show for no reason mm-hmm. that we know yet. Maybe they give us a reason, but yeah. Just call him fucking Dandelion. <laughs> Dandelion. <laughs> name? Dandelion. No, just kidding. Just call him Dandelion. <laughs> call him something that we're used to hearing. That's when Henry Cavill would go, Dandelion. 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 Over yeah, here. maybe maybe we'll get it as like a fun little like shout out to the games, you know, like because right. I think what you're saying makes a lot of sense. Like maybe his full name is Jarrett. Jar- Jar- I already forgot Yaskier. it. Yask- Yaskier the Dandelion. Yeah, yeah. like that's his given Sintra name or whatever. Or whatever yeah. But he changes his name because one, he's a performer, mm-hmm. and you know maybe he's got like, everybody's got some fucking past in this fucking universe, right? But you know maybe he's like I, I refuse to be called that name because for us to accept my dad or for, whatever, yeah. You know? <laughs> for us to accept Jennifer though, and not Dandelion, like they took Jennifer and put a Y, like right, just, yeah. <laughs> to name a minstrel <laughs> after a flower doesn't seem that far fetched either. I know. Like we should have yeah. just gone with it, but no, Jennifer's fine. <laughs> They could have changed it to Jennifer, even like, which I don't. I think that probably would have made people mad, but because um, it stays Jennifer throughout the whole story. But right. but you know, even, the etymology of Jennifer might be more at home in a Germanic language as well. Very true. I didn't even uh, think of that. Which I've got no way of knowing. I just have to make an assumption that you know that in the same way that 
I'm trying to think of a good like an English example. Um, but I'm just trying to think but... of another name that like it felt like they just fl- flipped the letter like uh like like Ned for Ed, uh, Edmund Stark or whatever. Eddard. Eddard, thank you. Yeah. Edmund. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Edmund that I was thinking of? Right. Um yeah, Eddard and then and but he goes by Ned or whatever. I was thinking like I guess that's not exactly. It was just what a weird thinking, nickname. It, it, yeah. In the same way that people call a Richard Dick. Mm-hmm. Like that's a strange nickname for that. Yeah. I don't, it, there's no like there's not a lot of I guess parallels I, in the letters. I guess what I was trying to think of this this has no example, but like where you said Richard, it made me think of like if he was King rather than being King Richard, he would have named the character King like Bickard or whatever or like right, yeah. or Tickard, something that was like he changes one letter from from Richard into right, something, yeah. and then that's the new guy's. That's name. what makes it foreign. Yeah, yeah it's just the letter change, which is what it felt like with Yennefer. You know, just like a single. And I didn't even think about Germanic uh, etymology of the mm-hmm. words or whatever. Like there you might said, be but. some root of Yennefer that it presents itself in a real Polish name, for mm. all I know. Yeah. Uh, so maybe that's part of what it is. But I mean, it is, it does seem like kind of like a, a cop-out name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I was listening. I told Siri to play some song the other day mm-hmm. and uh, she just completely ignored me and like played, <laughs> played this German song. What? <laughs> it's called uh, Swish. And um, I started listening to that, and like the second uh, group that came up was Apache Two Hundred Seven. And Bailey has a friend that's German, and she was like, "Hey, do you know Apache Two Hundred Seven? And her friend was like, "Yeah, I know Apache Two Hundred Seven. <laughs> I freaking I loved all of their songs, even though I don't understand it. But um, you spoke German, or you took German? Is there is like J a pretty common like sound that they do, or like uh... they don't have a. J doesn't make a J sound okay. in German. It's a Y sound. It's oh, a yacht. maybe that's okay. Then that might be exactly it. Like you were the saying. name of the letter J in German is yacht. Oh, hmm. Yeah, that's probably exactly it then. Nice. Yacht. Does it come early in the alphabet? Kind of like our J. It's in the same position. Oh, we use everything the same, is in the same position. They the just same have characters? different pronunciations for oh, them. Oh, cool. Uh, there's a couple of additional letters in the German alphabet. Uh, alphabet one of them is literally just a stand-in for two s's being next to each other there's so <laughs> many instances of there being ss in different german words that they're mm-hmm. like well let's just combine that into a new character <laughs> okay um, like in spanish the double l mm-hmm. but that's a completely different sound so that's called an s set thank you i did uh, not know that <laughs> the uh other thing that they added was uh i can't remember it doesn't matter um, oh no 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 never mind that was just a they changed the then the letter Y in German is called Upsilon. Upsilon. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well I guess it makes sense they didn't use an Upsilon and they used a, a I forgot what J was called. <laughs> yacht. Yacht. I was close. I thought it was yacht. Yacht. <laughs> so I guess it makes sense they'd use an Upsilon mm-hmm. or they'd use the yacht instead of an Upsilon. Using <laughs> 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 the terms like I know I'm not. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, I mean, so I guess I started this. Uh, the the you know this these three episodes going in like thinking all right I cannot wait for more of the show we had just started mm-hmm. we had just been watching it or talking about it you know last last week last Monday and then I started watching it Tuesday and it must be something I'm doing when I'm watching it but like I'm not I'm not like mixing and like spreading my uh, my attention span or anything like mm-hmm. I'm not doing anything really other than watching and. Uh, like even if, like I was saying earlier, like I don't watch it, uh, I don't mess with my phone really. If I'm watching it on TV or mm-hmm. if I'm watching it on my phone, like <laughs> I don't mess with anything, right, about, right. you know. And um, there's just a few things that like I kept, kept, I kept feeling like I was missing, and um, they don't really matter, I guess, in in the grand scheme of things. Like I don't need to know how long Jennifer was at school, uh, but mm-hmm. it felt to me just like it went so quickly. Like I didn't even see her go to school, and the next thing you know, she's conjuring like a whole you know 12 to 15 people that are like watching her perform like intercourse and then whenever they both climax that they you know they, they the give her the applause way, and yeah. stuff and he's like oh that's a nice touch like apparently maybe she had done it before or maybe he didn't see that coming i don't know right because yeah. he even says like can they do anything other than just watch and then she's like shut up <laughs> she said that with her right her yeah. attitude not really verbally but um i don't know that that was a little thing that i'm i guess i may be and maybe we'll see it coming up soon. It's not like they still don't jump around timeline. It is indicative wise. of the odd pacing that the show is taking. Yeah, which we, you know, like we just previously talked about, how there's five episodes into mm-hmm. an eight episode season, and we're still doing prequel stuff instead of mm-hmm. jumping into, 
the actual story of the saga. Um, and if and part of that, it's it's like they know that they don't have a ton of time to be spending all this time. Yeah, I mean, maybe. <laughs> and the- so they're rushing, you know, they rushed Yennefer's education or didn't make it supremely obvious that there was a time skip. And yeah. so like she gets to school. We don't see hardly anything of the school. And then now she's graduating because mm-hmm. we got to fucking move on. Right. But then why are we still doing five episodes? You know? <laughs> yeah. It's like fighting itself and its attitude to how they need to progress through the story. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just, it's interesting to me. Um, but that being said, I'm enjoying the show and I'm yeah. excited for the next episode. Like yeah. I watched the, I watched episodes three and four, at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, no, we'll hold off on episode five. <laughs> save, five. We'll save that for a couple more days or whatever, you know. Um, and I'm excited to watch the last three episodes. Me too. I'm, I'm looking forward to watching wanted, the last three. It's just super weird. Also, <laughs> it maybe, maybe, maybe I'm just like dumb in the, like, it's hard for me to understand people the first time they say something, but like mm-hmm. they use pretty big words. <laughs> in this show and like one of the things that Geralt does is just is constantly uh, certainly whenever he's starting to argue with somebody is he uses these giant words and mm-hmm. it's almost like he's mocking them yeah which is part of I think that almost everybody in this universe is really funny from like the idiots <laughs> okay. who are just funny because they're just they're, dumb yeah. idiots to the people that we care about. They're all really they smart it. and they're fucking like just biting each other. They're all super witty. Mm-hmm. And I can see um, Geralt exhibits that most frequently through using unnecessarily complicated words in <laughs> okay. very quick succession all the time. Yeah. Um, in fact, in this last chapter that we read, uh, you know, when we do the uh, reading uh, episode later, uh, Dijkstra, the spy, uh, mm-hmm. calls him out on that, and he's like, "Don't fucking make these jokes with your big ass words right now. This is serious <laughs> business." <you know? laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, we, I think we were talking about it earlier, and I was like, "I don't, I don't really know if," because I was thinking it was super serious. And the more, the more, I guess I think about it, I do remember thinking like, you know, that because like he, because like like we were saying, even in the books, just a uh, like he this reading that we just did, he meets mm. some people and he makes jokes to himself that he's like, Oh, that probably didn't go over super well, <laughs> but right, I could yeah. still think like, I still thought it was funny. You know, the situation is funny. Right. And, yeah. uh, and him putting himself in that situation is pretty funny actually too. So mm-hmm. like, I, you know, I, I was probably just not thinking about it <laughs> very right. hard. I was probably just like on a, on a, the overall universe is definitely timeline. dark enough that you, you don't think about it being, Silly very comedic funny, yeah. you know it, for in your first second or maybe even like third thought whenever mm-hmm. you're like okay the witcher you know all these monsters funny. and everything is <laughs> fucked up and everybody is out only for themselves and blah 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 blah. um and then maybe like fifth down the list once you've you know interacted with the characters for a long period of time you'd be like oh it's also really funny <laughs> <laughs> yeah they, they are funny um i i i guess the one scene i was thinking of in particular and i you know i was re-watching a little bit i don't think i rewatched episode four four mm-hmm. but i think i because i had made it through some of the fifth episode and then i ended up rewatching that one last night and then i rewatched episode three again mm-hmm. um but it was it was the uh the witch that was training yennefer um i forgot her name but uh, uh to say a devries th- yeah that sounds <laughs> sounds like it <laughs> yeah. i only could remember it because i read the last chapter today nice and yeah. because we're still uh, there mm-hmm. at the wizard, the witch school because they're trying to drop Siri off there mm-hmm. or whatever. The, you know, the, all of the names of all the sorcerers and sorceresses are coming up constantly. Mm-hmm. So that's the only reason I remember it. <laughs> it's still fresh. Yeah. Um, she she said something like the, the nepotism of of that statement is is like the, the stench of the nepotism is something. I don't know. Really, oh, you couldn't get rid of the stench of that nepotism with the scent of like. Something that's very strong. Another big yeah. word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, see, I could barely remember and rephrase the sentence. But that was mm-hmm. first time I heard it. I was like, I barely know the insult she just said. Like, I don't even know if I understood it. Like, if mm-hmm. she had insulted me, I'd be like, I got to figure out what she said later. Like, <laughs> I got to get mad about what? that later. <laughs> but, Can you say uh, that again, please? Yeah. <laughs> Give right. me a second take on that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then watching it again, I was like, okay, that was, I, I get it now. Like, if I, maybe if I was like, and maybe maybe it's just the fact that I knew the characters better, and I knew she was referencing mm-hmm. that guy's niece a little bit clearer, and I wasn't mm-hmm. thinking like that as a new piece of information. It was kind of a background information, and maybe that's right. why it 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 you know made itself a little more obvious that second time through. But um, 
I wonder, I don't, I don't think that this was the intent, but I know with like Westworld, like it was all over the place and there were mm-hmm. all these recap videos that like I didn't, not all of these, but I would watch a video that was like, you know, summing up the, the show and some mm-hmm. things you might've missed and put in the storyline yeah. you know, in the right order to make it um, a little more, a little easier to understand everything, mm-hmm. I guess maybe. Yeah. But I wonder if like that is a thought that ever crosses someone's mind, like not let's make it confusing. So they have to rewatch it, but let's make it like, let's, how can we put this in a, in a storytelling method that doesn't give them everything all at once and not even give everything in the right order. But when things happen, we can skip around. We don't have to give them every detail leading up to everything. Mm-hmm. Cause I know that that is a, a positive of giving us little tidbits everywhere is that they don't have to, they don't have to follow Geralt from, you know, from the Striga to the Dijin. You know, right, we can yeah. we can hop stories and we can, um, but I guess I just, I wonder if that is maybe like a, an interesting storytelling mechanic. Like, I wonder if it's going to get a lot more streamlined from when whenever it gets into the main series and maybe they'll do the first two books like Time of Contempt and, and uh, shoot, what was the first one? Uh, Blood of Elves. Blood of Elves. Maybe they'll do those two in a in the first in you know the second season mm-hmm. or something all yeah. is one because while we were reading that first book i felt there wasn't like a whole lot that happened right You're yeah right. and yeah. and even now there was there's like 30 pages of of like a everybody hanging out you know like and i'm mm-hmm. sure it was important but not really much happened other it than was just, setting some political scenery exactly you know? yeah and um and obviously the pol- politics and stuff is super important and mm-hmm. i'm learning more and more <laughs> important too but right um Anyway, get, now that we've got the characters set in the show, mm-hmm. the you know who knows maybe the next three episodes are going to be all fucking prequel stuff too, <laughs> hopping the, around. Um, in, in fact, the, I read the description for the next episode. Whenever I was getting, I was you know in the middle of closing Netflix, and I can't help myself. Whenever there's words, I read them. <laughs> you read them. It's another Subtitles. short story. Oh, so. uh, <laughs> if I guess it, will you give it to me? Yes. It's your favorite one. <laughs> I was going to say, is it the Golden Dragon? Yeah, one? yeah it's the Golden Dragon. <laughs> Yeah, okay. So we're getting another episode of short story. Okay. Um, and I guess that's because we, they've done this weird thing where Cirilla leaves the forest in a different fashion mm-hmm. and in a negative fashion where she's going with a Nilfgaardian uh, spy, mm-hmm. uh, the guy who's, uh, the, well, not the, the guy, the the uh, doppelganger that is disguised Mouse as Hat. Mousesack. Yeah, Mousesack. Uh, Mousesack. Yeah. <laughs> Mousesack. <laughs> An equally useless item. Right. Um, the, <laughs> the mouse sack yeah. and the mouse hat. Yeah, he's descri- disguised as that druid and is taking her out. And so, you know, presumably towards Nilfgaard because that's the job that he's taken, mm-hmm. um, which is completely unlike what happens in the book, which is fine. Yeah. Uh, but now that creates a, a, sh- a, a storyline that has to be resolved somehow. Mm-hmm. And so maybe that's why we have to have another episode of prequels with Geralt. Um, yeah, and this also gives us another opportunity to have a story of an, another story of Geralt and Yennefer together, because mm-hmm. obviously they're together in this short story of the dragon. Yeah, um, but still, like, man, I, I just feel like we've got to get moving, <laughs> and we aren't moving anywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're doing a lot of scene setting and character building. When, yeah, I mean, I guess that's the point of maybe. I wonder. I wonder what they would have chosen to do if it was a movie. You know, like would they have gone mm-hmm. as deep into the prequels, or would they have? Would they maybe had to touch on it like we were saying, and yeah. then and then really give you? I feel like the only important story. prequel stories, from the point of view of having a greater saga that you're trying to tell, okay, is we need um, the story in Centra, right? Because that tells us uh, one how Cirilla comes into existence, and yes. two <laughs> why Geralt is tied to her, right? Um, and then we need the uh, story of the Jin because that gets Yennefer and Geralt to meet it, and, and then also them. whatever this unknown wish is that mm-hmm. supposedly binds them together. Right. Uh, I think those are the only two that are necessary. The Striga is my favorite one. The Striga is necessary cool. for the overall story. Um, what were the other ones that we saw in the show? Um, there Renfrey. Was Renfrey, Renfrey, I think, is it's informative a- of Geralt's character, mm-hmm. but I don't think... Important it, for the overall show. Yeah, just like you said, it. I mean, it gives us some information why he's the Butcher of Blaviken and, you know, just right, that he, yeah. he is, uh, yeah, he kind of reacts. He said it a few times, I guess, in, in the reading um, section, but... Going to the end of the world to fight the devil. Uh, well, not fight the devil, but to, you know, rid the time of the devil or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
for the the show made that where he meets Dandelion. It's not where he meets mm-hmm. Dandelion, but the show made that for where he meets Dandelion. So important there. But if they were going to change where he meets Dandelion, they could have just thrown it into one of the other ones. Yeah. Um, and is informative of the way that elves feel about humans. But that could that was literally only thirty seconds of the episode. So it could have been thirty <laughs> seconds of another episode. Right? Yeah. Like, and then I don't remember what the other one was. We've gotten through pretty much all of them. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there was another one that was in the because episode show. one was the was Renfrey and the Kikimura. Episode mm-hmm. two felt was, like was a lot of Yennefer stuff. Yeah, it was a lot of Yennefer. The girl. Oh, that was the Devil one. Mm. Uh, episode three is the Striga. Episode four is Vision. No, no that's Vision's five. five. Yeah. So what's yeah? What's four? Four is four is when. Uh, Yennefer goes through the shit with the queen and the assassin mm. and then you know has to get away from that but Geralt does oh that's Sintra Sintra so, okay uh, the only yeah, so all the stuff that we, yeah. were, we were thinking yeah so the first three episodes the short stories that Geralt's are in while interesting and one of them being my favorite of the short stories completely inconsequential to the show as a whole mm-hmm. in my opinion or the, the greater arc of the story that the Witcher is about anyways yeah. uh it's just weird to me. That's all I can think about is how slow it's moving. <laughs> yeah, it is very weird. I, it it is nice, I guess, for me. In I'm gonna try and put a positive spin on on mm-hmm. what I was bitching about <laughs> that that I do have some rewatch value because I won't necessarily have to wait as long because mm-hmm. I can rewatch. I'll be able to watch yeah, it again. Yeah. I do that a lot with anime. Like I'll be waiting for the mm-hmm. new episodes to come out and I'll start the whole series back over. And then as I catch back up, it's like you know, ten more episodes have come out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, you know, I got right, it. Yeah. And uh. And so that'll be kind of nice because I know I'll have rewatch value and we've been reading. I even started rereading The Last of Wish just to, because I was like, that didn't happen how I thought it, how I seem to remember it happening. And then I reread mm-hmm. it and um, I have to remember too that like, I, I can't be one of those fans that's just like, well, it didn't happen like that in the book right, because yeah. that just ruins the whole experience. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's what I was letting myself get to. I was get, starting to get a little it's snobby, easy to do. Yeah. especially too, because there's a lot of details and I was trying to like pride myself on like, look, dude, you're, you're pretty much studying it with Will. Like you, you should know these details. And I was kind of like, I should, I know these details. Like, let me guess what's about to happen or like mm-hmm. that didn't happen in the book. And it's like, I need to just take it as its own story and, and know it's not different. And, you know, so I can... With a grain of salt, take it like it's its own retelling. You know, maybe right, it's its yeah. own. It's an adaptation, exactly. And and I shouldn't I shouldn't hold it to the same exact, you know, the exact standard of the book because you know some sometimes it doesn't translate well to you know right. TV shows like we've talked about plenty. And of there's times like before sheer time amount as well. Yeah, because I can read four paragraphs in like three minutes and that's a ton of information but how do you translate that that to a show because even if those four paragraphs are just descriptions of the environment to then be able to show all of that in a coherent image would take way longer than the four to five minutes took me to read that you know yeah that makes that makes a lot of sense so like the pure logistics of you know how much you can get done in writing in a time span or in reading in a time span and how Mm -hmm. much you can get done watching in a time span is dramatically different yeah um which is like i think the biggest change in the short stories was the last wish uh as far as like literal changes like we don't yeah the the uh all the shit that Geralt has to go through getting uh, Dandelion to the town and mm-hmm. how they have to stay overnight in the the guardhouse mm-hmm. with the, there's two like half elves that are that kind of help him out, but, but they know of Yennefer or whatever. Yeah. Yennefer isn't staying at the mayor's house in the book. She's staying at like a merchant's house or something like that. And there's just like all these, all these little details that don't really matter. For some the reason fight thought- happens at one of the half elves homes that he's, he had just recently bought and is rebuilding because he wants to turn it into a bar or something like that. Yeah. And in the show, it's happening at the mayor's like town home or not town mm-hmm. home, but like manor across the river. <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot of scenery and story beat differences of the last wish in the show than from the book. Yeah. More so than the others. I felt like this is minor, but I definitely thought that Yennefer made an aphrodisiac uh, potion, not a smoke that she blew in their faces and made them like horny until she said cut, you know, right, yeah. <laughs> which was, which was kind of cool for the show. It made it funny when she was like, she, mm-hmm. she yelled out the safe word and everyone had <laughs> all the girls yeah. like, Oh man, <laughs> just like instantly blasted everybody. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, obviously, they couldn't, they can't make Jennifer like completely 
Well, I think, sorry, we already talked, we talked about that before. I don't even think it specified that she was ugly, just that she was deformed in the, Mm -hmm. had a hunchback, you know? And so, um, I guess I was thinking that like she upgraded her, her beauty as well, but she could have very well been, you know, beautiful, but just hunchbacked with a, Mm -hmm. with a funky jaw. Like, I don't know, I don't know what that, that diagnosis is, is of the, of her jaw thing, but, um, jawbreaker mouth, you know, (laughs) but, uh, I mean, and then, and then when, when they fixed her, I fixed her up, I, I, I knew what she was going to look like, you know, like, (laughs) uh, you just take the, the make, you mentally take the makeup off of her. So, um, and she was definitely pretty just in my head. I had this like almost a devilish version of a, like of a concubine, like a suck, like Mm -hmm. just what you would imagine of like a seductress, like super curvy in every way. Like Mm -hmm. her clothes, I didn't imagine the way her clothes are in the show, but I, you know, this is a foreign world with foreign, uh, fashion sense, you know, Mm -hmm. so, you know, know, that, that can't be a a critique a negative critique or anything, but in, in my head, it was just like very sexualized and very, uh, and she was sexualized. It's just, I guess, it was a little different in my head, so um, yeah. But you can't, you can't, I can't really complain about that. I guess either. I'm just sort image of, of a character sort of is always it. difficult to yeah, see for sure. You know, whenever you've got the image of the character already in your head, yeah. And, and then also, if you've already seen an interpretation of that character in another medium, like the games, mm-hmm. like in the games, Triss's hair is straight up like an orange. <laughs> you know, it's like the most like classical stereotype of a ginger ever. Yeah. Uh, and I just kind of in the books they do describe her as having chestnut hair, mm-hmm. uh, but I just kind of like rolled over that thinking, well, I mean, you know, she's, got, she's got red it's fucking hair, yeah, it's red. red as shit. Yeah. And then in the in the show, she's got chestnut colored hair. It's of yeah. a red variety, but mm-hmm. it's not on fire. Yeah. And so whenever I saw that, I was like, oh, that doesn't seem right. But then whenever in this last section of the book we were reading and it said, and here comes Tris with her chestnut hair, I was like, that is right. Okay, <laughs> chestnut. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going off of the games, which is an exaggeration. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, it's difficult to, it can sometimes be difficult to have the image of the character in your head and then they show it in the show and it's not exactly what you were thinking about. Yeah. Like, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I had unrealistic expectations too for this transformation, you know, just like I'm sure it would, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously it would be mind blowing to see a, one, one, a one day your friend, your girlfriend, you know, this girl, you know, is hunchbacked <laughs> and then the right. next day she's walking in all straight up and sexy, mm-hmm. you know, and she did her makeup and got a haircut, you know, it's just right, like, yeah. okay, like. I know. I noticed normally coworkers when they get haircuts and put on makeup. So mm, <laughs> I, yeah. mean, I feel like that would be a that would be. It it made sense why everybody in the show or yeah in the show was just like whoa like look at this new person. But I guess I had already I already knew she was going to change. So I guess maybe that was something too is is going in not knowing that Jennifer was going to become beautiful. Kind of maybe that would kind of put it in a different light because if I mm-hmm. thought that maybe she was just going to be like this sort of. Um, who was the the witch in like the Disney movies that would like was it in Snow White like the, the not the Wicked Witch because I think she was kind of pretty but like wasn't there like who's the one the one with like the crooked nose and like the well it is Snow White <laughs> but that's her in disguise because oh. the queen is actually very uh, beautiful in fact that's the whole thing is Marimara on the wall who's the fairest of them all and she's the fairest until a point where Snow White becomes mm-hmm. the fairest and so that's why she has to kill Snow White. But yeah. when she goes to the cottage and gives her the poison apple, she's in disguise as like this mm. old disgusting crone. And it was she. It what she didn't get an old disgusting crone. She she went in disguise as the yeah. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I guess I've, I never because it was her stepmother, and yeah. so if she had gone as herself. Snow White huh. would have been like, I know who you are. I you know tried who to have you me are. killed already. <laughs> that's I guess maybe yeah. that's what I was thinking. No, that's not why I, I was about to say. That's why I thought it was somebody else. I don't think I knew, I knew the story. <laughs> As, as we talk about it, I was like, I think I might have been able <laughs> to tell you. That was one of my more favorite Disney movies. Well, yeah. I did watch it a lot when I was a kid. But. I was going to say, I think I might have been able to give you the beats, but not, I don't know if I would have been able to tell you that. Um, mm. But that's that. That's kind of, I guess, maybe You're expecting what I was, more of a dramatic change. Exactly. I was kind of maybe thinking sort of a grotesque, like, mm-hmm. you know, version. And, may, and, maybe, and maybe it came off more like that in, in only watching the show, if you saw this hunchbacked girl with like a that was you know in this the flea bottom for lack of a better word mm-hmm. of of her town you know and then um and in uh and she's all just like just basically like she's lucky she even lived like and they didn't right, kill her yeah. when they mm-hmm. saw she was deformed um and so maybe that 
kind of made it easier to accept like okay now mm-hmm. that that's why she's this protege yeah. like she's uh, you know she's never worried about her beauty she's always been able to focus and read or whatever you know maybe maybe being coming in third party and seeing that like that it made it easier to see her as this prodigy sorcerer you know and, and mm-hmm. like like she is um and i could just be making stuff up as a, as i'm going to try and have it make sense but uh but knowing she was going to transform and be prettier i guess i just had it mm-hmm. in my head that but you also be have such to look a big dramatic a, transformation the but lens I think of maybe, this universe where like the reason that the sorcerers and sorceresses you know pretty themselves up whenever they have the ability to is because they have to be at court hmm. where everybody is beautiful and, and there's a lot of you know stake put on how you look because the in times like that you know the the pretty ones are from good stock and that's why they're pretty because they all continue to just be together you yeah. know the the uh, nobles marry off their kids to other nobles kids mm-hmm. and we all just continue to look really good whereas whenever you're a peasant you know it's just kind of whatever mm-hmm. uh, and so in that sort of a universe when you're hunchbacked <laughs> and you've got the jaw thing is like you know slack yeah. jawed or whatever it is that you just w- would describe that as you know medically i don't know yeah <laughs> um it, and you're a peasant you're you are ugly one by virtue of your station right and then two because you don't have a perfect or even like a average body because mm-hmm. you have a hunchback mm-hmm. um and so then just to literally get rid of that then qualifies you to even try to become part of a higher class yeah you know? and then being a sorceress um and I, you know, I, I know they kind of think of themselves highly, like on a, on the level of a princess, kind of. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, like I can. So yeah. through that lens, like you yeah. could you could have you know relatively pretty bone structure in your face, uh, but you're hunchbacked and you're a peasant. And you have a growth on yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense then. Yeah, I'm sure we didn't just. I'm sure it's just because of the quality of living has gone up that. Uh, that people have just gotten prettier, not just yeah. the, not the fact that gen- right. I don't think genetics we can also magically just be clean gotten way now. better. Yeah, we can take showers. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. I don't we think we have to smell bad. Yeah, I don't think our genetics just got insanely better. Probably, I'm sure there right. were. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there were pretty people everywhere. Just it was harder to find them. Yeah, right, that yeah. makes a lot of sense in the lens of the the show. So, what do you think? Um, I had a question, I guess, about um, mm. the uh, so when Jennifer got her um, uh, her uterus removed right or what was it i assume that's what it was um d- d- is that only so that she can become beautiful they don't seem to say anything about that they, okay it, it, I, I had it in my mind that all sorcerer sorceress you know couldn't get pregnant but but then, that's what they make it seem like now with, i feel without like a couple with like a couple of exceptions now i feel like if you don't take the the route the, the becoming pretty route like if you were already pretty like i imagine mm-hmm. Um, Siri, if she ever becomes a full sorcerer, I imagine yeah. that she she won't need really to go through this uh, meeting. Like I know I made the joke right, to you earlier, yeah. but the guy looked like Weird Al to me. <laughs> the, weird, the Weird Al uh, architect yeah. of the body. But like, so so if, if she doesn't need the... to go, would would she then be able to bear children? I just thought that, that was something that maybe a sorceress couldn't do. That's and... definitely a question that is being presented by the show. Because mm-hmm. um, they don't they don't describe any of that stuff in the books. Okay. Uh, so I, far I as, so far as remember. we've got, yeah, I didn't remember um, at least either. They say that just, um, I don't remember the exact wording, but Unifer says that, you know, being a sorcerer, or a sorceress, uh, well, being a sorceress, I don't think she says anything about the sorcerers. The sorcerers might still be, you know, uh, potent, but being a sorceress means that you, uh, give up, the ability to have kids and with there being maybe a couple of exceptions, just like there's always a couple of exceptions to everything, you know, it, like Gerald's mom for one. It seems short um, of her being able to freeze her eggs. Like and, it would happen anyway. <laughs> right. <yeah>. Like <laughs> when they run out of years. And the, yeah, exactly. Uh, and, but then also the, the transformation in the books, it seemed to me like it was something that you just did to yourself whenever you gained the capacity magically oh, to be able like, to alter a bone structure, you know, like everybody would do it. It's just, yeah. yeah. Okay. It was something that when you got to the point where you could change yourself into an image that you want, you then did it. It wasn't like it was part of this graduation ceremony where you get carved up by the surgeon. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Which that the ma- show that presents. Sense. So I think that, and, and then maybe later on in the books, we get more details of that mm-hmm. process. But up to this point, 
the way that Yennefer presented it in her, you know, recollection to Siri about how things go, um, it doesn't seem like it happens like it did in the show at all. Okay. It seemed like a, a self-inflicted thing that you do. Like once you learn the spell of, you know, setting a bone mm. uh, for a healing purpose, you can okay. then be like, okay, how can I translate this into straightening my spine? Uh, which, and that sort of stuff. Yeah. That which makes, makes a little bit more sense to yeah, me. Yeah, for um, sure. I think that they needed it they wanted to make something a little bit more spectacular spectacular Mm -hmm. for the show which cool yeah and then it also provides an opportunity to do something gruesome and carve out your uterus so that that can be a very hard definitive answer as to why yennefer can't have kids it was pretty cool watching that happen it also makes it something that's taken from her and so it's part of why it's then her motivation to have it back because she didn't care about it before Mm -hmm. uh, but now that she's just cold you know, hard, bitter person. And she says it several times. I want everything. Mm -hmm. You know, now that she's, she's been betrayed by several different people, even like the teacher who uh, gave her the power to become something. She felt Mm -hmm. like she was betrayed by her because, you know, her uh, elven blood got out and that's why she was going to get reassigned and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And she's trying to mad at her and she's like, I want everything. Give me everything, everything. She's just fighting everybody. She's trying to conquer and control the Mm Dijin's power in herself. And Geralt's like, like I'll I'll make the wish for you. What do you want? And she's like, I want everything. (laughs) I was like, Ooh, this girl's crazy. And so it, it, one provides a shocking image mm-hmm. to have some, you know, someone's uterus carved out, <laughs> right, even though yeah. that, you know, hysterectomy is a procedure that people go through in real life. Uh, just not that brutal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then it makes it something that's taken from her. Uh, it makes it a cost that she is paid as well. Right. Um, and so, it, you know, it uh, theatrically, it does a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's completely different than what the book is described. <laughs> okay. Um, I thought I had maybe one more thought it was, i think it had to do with siri hmm it's not coming to me though it's okay if it comes up again mm-hmm. i'll just i'll run it by you but <laughs> um i guess yeah just the last we got three more episodes right of the yes. okay yeah, three more cool so we know what one will have part of it be about but do, how far do you think they might make it into the the series i'd like to think that you know, we'll we'll have Siri to you know Siri and Yennefer and Geralt at least like mm-hmm. we'll see the three of them interact. You know, maybe not. Uh, maybe we won't have her go train with Geralt yet. Like maybe that'll mm-hmm. be where we come in season two. She'll have yeah. been training. Maybe season two starts the way that Blood of Vels starts. You know, yeah. Is we see Triss going down a mountain pass, and yeah. then Siri shows up. And you know, that you know, sort and of they stuff. might, in 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 their eyes, they might be making good progress. Like, hey, we knocked out two books in one season. <laughs> I, like, <laughs> you know? I guarantee you that they've got everything tracked out in the way that they want. I mean, just by the sheer fact that season two got uh, auto, a, you know, uh, renewed. The show got renewed for a second season before the first season aired. Um, which one is just marketing tactics. Like I think we talked about, it's just like, I mean, look how good this show is. We renewed it before it even aired. I thumb Uh, it. I thumb upped it before I watched it. So (laughs) I could be part of the reason. But I think that it also, uh, is indicative of them. Like, okay, we're going to get a second season. So Mm -hmm. this is how we pace it out, you know? Right. And, and then, yeah, with people knowing that too, they'll probably be less like, you know, they're more forgiving for the slow pace, that's, maybe. Thank you. That's like, well, the way, that's what I wanted to season, say. Well, there's going to be a second season, so they're deliberately moving in that yeah. direction. So, yeah. And, and it'll keep people like, you know, like Kenneth likes to watch stuff when it's all out, I think. So I mm-hmm. think that's why he's holding off on My Hero, and he said he wanted to watch the whole thing as it dropped. Yeah, yeah. And I think that by, I guess, maybe promising a second season, but dropping it all at once this first season, I think that might be something that would... That that's the programmed viewing we're gonna have to start doing, I guess, is what I'm trying to think. Because like you know, he'll he'll sit there and watch the whole thing. But mm-hmm. if I watched the whole thing and didn't know if there was gonna be a season two, I might be upset because I'm sure it's gonna end <clears throat> relatively open ended. That's sort of right. always the theme. The last mm-hmm. wish ended with like the wish we didn't even know, right, you know. Yeah. And then um, well, that wasn't the direct, the exact last thing that happened. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, and it just kind of felt like you know, every every book kind of had one of those sort of like open-ended but there's more to to go um so but the prequels were you know and we've talked about before that the prequels were just a collection of short stories Mm -hmm. and they didn't seem to have any intention of being anything else you know Mm -hmm. it wasn't like it wasn't like scythe or right our interpretation Mm -hmm. of scythe where we thought well you know this is being ended in a way that would be okay 
but if it does well enough, it gets a second book and then you can continue the story, you know, mm-hmm. it, where that was sort of like hedging your bets in the writing. I feel like the, the prequels of The Witcher weren't, it wasn't uh, him like hedging his bets. It was just like, I write these short stories yeah. and now they're a collection and this makes a book. Right. And, I, yeah, I agree. Know. I think I think that, that sums it up really well. I think that the show op- operating under that same premise is a mistake when thinking about the general Netflix audience viewer, uh, okay. because say that it didn't get renewed for a second season, mm-hmm. they're going to, they're getting presented with this show. This is a new series that's happening. Mm-hmm. This is taking place of game of Thrones and the entire first season ends without anything ever really happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, well, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Game of Thrones episode seven, Ned gets killed and the biggest thing in the show. happened. Right, yeah. You know, the whole war started. And so you, I was like, you can see, you know, you that there's see, a story happening exactly. in game of Thrones, you know, um, even though there is definitely some jumping around and we have characters and then the, what we thought was our main character gets killed at the <laughs> right? end of the yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. show. It, it, I'm waiting for that You moment. can tell that something's going to happen. Um, but if this finishes with just having gone through the short stories and then the only sort of thing that feels like a through line is Cirilla, I, I feel like that's not enough for your uninitiated audience member to, without knowing that there's going to be a second I season. I see what you mean, to really make us care. Yeah. yeah. But knowing that there's a second season makes this possible, I Mm -hmm. guess. Uh, But if there wasn't going to be a second season, if, say, it didn't get enough viewership and it got canceled, uh, I feel like your general viewer would be like, well, what the fuck was that all about? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what was the deal with The Witcher? Hmm. But I don't know. Whatever. I feel like they know what they're doing. Yeah. Hopefully. I, I think the show is good. I think that Henry Cavill is an excellent Geralt. Yeah, he's grown on me a lot more. I think I might have complained about him being super too handsome last week, but uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> like and, and a little less like mm-hmm. rugged and like I had right. imagined. But I didn't have this... that hurdle because he's pretty handsome in the games, so I was yeah. already used to that idea. <laughs> yeah, <handsome. laughs> and uh, and honestly, watching it more and rewatching stuff that I had I had seen, it just I, I remember I, I was thinking like, okay, no, he's pretty rugged i'm just mm-hmm. treating him as this pretty boy when he's not nobody else is you right, know? Yeah. it's just it's just me thinking of henry cavill and everybody else sees gerald right. you know like just he's look. a pretty he does he does a good job really american man is. even though he's british <laughs> he's, he's got that look you know that's why yeah. he's superman uh but yeah i, th- I think he's excellent uh, yeah and i yeah i really and he is so a too. great actor that's never been a secret uh but I think he just does a really good job as girl. Honestly, I think it's kind of hard for you to be a great actor in something like this too, because like mm-hmm. some of the things are a little silly. I think if you were if you were going to compare it to maybe a drama and maybe have like I, I couldn't I can't think of anybody like that's a serious actress or actor. Mm-hmm. Maybe like you, you wouldn't have Meryl Streep playing the Witcher and then using the. I, I imagine it being hard for a super serious, dramatic actor, any but any actor. I don't know why I'm specifying to make like the yellow eyes as intense as they are. Cause mm-hmm. like sometimes it looks kind of goofy yeah. and then other times it's like, no, he's a badass. Like, right. and, and it mm-hmm. really, you know, he does a good job and yeah. I feel like that's, that's gotta be hard. I think that he really cares though as well. Cause Th- he's that's like a, great a point. huge fucking really gamer nerd. Is he really? Yeah. And that's whenever awesome. they were, uh, there was like rumblings about a Witcher uh, Netflix series years ago. <laughs> I got to do it. That's yeah, me. <laughs> yeah. He was. He started lobbying on Twitter. Oh, really? He was like, "I want to do this. Let me do this, please." <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if I'm nothing else. <laughs> yeah. I will be Geralt. So it was cool. definitely like something that he really wanted to do, and he evidently really likes the games and it played them. And well, I mean, I do think he's doing a good job, and and you know, like we we're saying, I don't think it's an easy role, really, especially to make cool mm-hmm. when it's yeah. when it's a fantasy kind of story. So. I would agree. I think he's doing a great job. I, you know, Yennefer's going on me more. I made it, I was hard on her because I, I had this unrealistic expectation for a transformation. It'd be like if I, I read the Twilight books and, um, book four and Twilight, like, well, I don't, I don't need to give any spoilers, but like if I doubt, I doubt, I doubt anybody would care, but they do in the books in, in the Twilight series, they, they make, make Bella's it, transformation out to be pretty fucking dramatic. And in the show, it was like, what are you going to do to this real human? <laughs> like, right. how are you going to make did, like some contouring with yeah, her makeup? Yeah. How are you going to make Kristen Stewart? That's what it was, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not that she's not Certainly pretty when you've or already attractive, had, like, but it's like five how are you gonna... movie series and like. 
well, what are we going to do? Just make it so that you can't recognize the main actress? Like, yeah, and, and, <laughs> that would be ridiculous. Yeah, and yeah, that's yeah, that's it. It's like, and and short of getting a different actress, that's not making, that's not upgrading the one. It's not upgrading the first person. It's getting right, a yeah. different person. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, and that's kind of, I guess, the the bit of the the mm-hmm. level of a change I expected was almost a different right. person. But that's that's which stupid. is always the problem of having read a book and then seeing a visual adaptation of it. And I feel like this is the first time I've been so hard on this, the, mm-hmm. this, the show about it, which is, I guess not normal for me. So I need to take mm-hmm. a step back and realize what I'm doing. <laughs> you usually are pretty forgiving with that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know why I'm judging it so hard. I think, yeah. I think it was maybe what I was saying earlier is just like, I, I've, t- I've been trying, I've been taking a little bit of pride in just the fact that like we're tackling this new, mm-hmm. uh, that's what know, I was going to guess is that you've been really excited series. about this series yeah, and like being able to get into it and you're excited about getting into the games at some yeah. point and all that. And so I, I bought the game. That would have been my, I would have guessed that if you hadn't said it. <laughs> yeah. I, and I think, I think that's what it is. It's just like, I, I have this mental pride of like, you know, I'm studying the book with Will and we're talking about the show and, mm-hmm. and then when I'm watching the show with other people and like now that, now that so many people I know are watching the show and getting into the series and stuff, like I have other people to talk to about it just mm-hmm. like on a casual sense. I felt like I had this, like, I need to know the details so that when you talk casually about it, you can tell the other people like what's mm-hmm. happening. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm being too hard on maybe myself and the book like, mm-hmm. or and the show. Sorry, not the book. Um, just in the fact like, you know, that, that wasn't like the book, but right, right. like you don't need to, you know, you know, the book just pretend like, you know, right, yeah. <laughs> not that it's different. Just it, mm-hmm. like we were saying earlier, it's an adaptation and just, don't judge it so hard. Like, why am I judging it so so much? Like, they're mm-hmm. doing a good job. Like, right. like you said, and everybody that else could be a said, really difficult know? thing to do, and that's why uh, dumb fandom garbage happens on the internet all the time. It's yeah, because people have a hard time separating. Yeah, but not anymore. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least certainly that you've identified it is immediately yeah. five thousand steps further than most of the losers on the internet get. yeah i've made so. i've made progress <laughs> yeah <laughs> last week i learned or two weeks ago i learned the the structure of a story <laughs> and now i've and now, <laughs> now i've learned to growth take, in real time yeah man what a what a show <laughs> the witcher not our podcast all the things that <laughs> all the things that the witcher has given jordan yeah, <laughs> I should write a story, or write a paper right. about write a memoir about what The Witcher has given to you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> send it in. See if uh, what if they cast me as Andres like a dwarf? Sapkowski says he's just like fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, he probably would. He'd right. be like, you should have only grown from the books, not from the show and the game. <laughs> he apparently loves the show. Oh, he does. Good. Uh, that's what I've seen. Good. Well, hopefully he did what I did and took his couple steps back and was like, why am I getting pissed that they're loving what I created? <laughs> right. <laughs> Apparently he, and this is something because there's the, a coworker that I have uh, is also into a lot of different like, you know, stories and stuff like that. And uh, we've talked about how uh, Sapkowski hated on the games before and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And he said, well, apparently, like, at the time, he wanted to get more money from CD Projekt Red <laughs> oh, because no. his son needed, like, a surgery or something oh, like that. No. Okay. And so he was like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, I liked being mad at him. But <laughs> <laughs> I know, it was easier. But now, like, it's like, okay, so he was, you know, in a bad spot and he needed more money and he felt like he deserved more money. Like, so, off, like, yeah. part of it was sort of like... I mean, don't make the deal if you didn't think that that was a good deal for you. Yeah, um, but and yeah. then go back years later and try to get more. Mm-hmm. But it was like, I guess, like kind of like his only shot—not only shot, but like his best shot at getting more money for like a needed surgery at the time. Yeah, <laughs> and so it was just like a really shitty situation and a really shitty way to go about it. But what can you do at the same time? Yeah, and uh, yeah, and so now that he's past all that, mm-hmm. he can be more open towards adaptations i suppose yeah and i'm sure it's bringing people to his his books i'm sure the the show oh, absolutely I'm always, sure with that's the what happens with out. game of thrones you know yeah. the show comes out it's crazy it introduces people to this world and like oh well what's the source material here yeah i mean I'm that's what read i did it. That's, yeah. that's how it got me certainly so. once the first season is over people are going to be like well what does the rest of the story go like and so now they can read the books and you know just like with oh, game of thrones you know? and yeah and manga with anime yeah. <laughs> i do that all the time I'll get I'll get caught up with the anime and just I need to know. Right, yeah. Yeah. But all right, yeah, you wanna so just um finish the show, right? Yeah, last three episodes. 
Cool. And uh, you guys know how to find us at Instagram and Twitter uh, at ears underscore stamps and then dog ears and timestamps at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. Yeah. Have a safe New Year's evening. Definitely. Um, if you want to make it to 2020, don't drink. Right. <laughs> if you <laughs> brought to you by you Matt, you have to hear the conclusion of this show, at least. Right. Uh, and it's covering of The Witcher. Uh, so do that. But yeah. also drink a lot because it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And then New Year's Day, when you're recovering, you can listen to our uh, book recap of the, you know, the last two chapters. Yeah, Yeah, that's also happening. Yeah, so that'll be your intro into 20. Right. So, the end of 100 years of football. Wait, not the end. Not the end. end Sorry. (laughs) Football's done. (laughs) We're done with football. Whoever wins this Super Bowl is the supreme champion of all time. That must have something to do with why they chose to pick The Witcher right now at a hundred years uh, anniversary. Because football's the over forever, so <laughs> well, we need a, some entertainment at a hundred years. Right. Well, yeah, I think yeah, I'm excited. Looking for the next little bit. Yeah. Well, uh, we will see y'all in a couple of days for the book, and then we'll see y'all next week with the rest. In twenty, I'm Will Hedrick. I'm Jordan Schaffer. This is Doggers and Timestamps. Witcher cast. Go Texans. Go Pats. Go Packers. <laughs>